Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Revelation 7 and it's a continuation of John's vision when he was looking at and experiencing the prophecy of the tribulation as he was taken up to the the throne and to the heavens. With that, let's open with a word of prayer. Father God, I praise you and I thank you. I'm grateful for all that you've done. I pray that as we read today, that our hearts would grow closer to you, that our minds would be open to you, and understanding would fill us. I pray that our spirits would commune with you, and that you'd be honored and glorified by all that we learn, all that we do, and all that we say. I pray that this would prepare us to be better servants of yours, and that you would be the one we focus on each and every day. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So as I said, we're in seven, verse, uh, chapter 7, verse 1, and it starts out regarding the 144,000 that are sealed by um, the mark of, of God and Jesus. So let's go ahead and get started. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put the seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the, the number of those who were sealed, 144,000, from all the tribes of Israel. From the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. From the tribe of Reuben, 12,000. From the tribe of Gad, 12,000. From the tribe of Asher, 12,000. From the tribe of Nephtali, 12,000. From the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000. And from the, from the tribe of Simeon, 12,000. From the tribe of Levi, 12,000. From the tribe of Ishakar, 12,000. From the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000. From the tribe of Joseph, 12,000. And from the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory, and wisdom, and thanks, and honor, and power, and strength to be our God. Be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in the white robes, who are they, and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Never again will they hunger, never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. So that ends our reading of the chapter. Chapter 7 is 
very is a little bit of a complex and it's open to a lot of interpretation. And because there's lots of different interpretation, I'm really not going to get into anything else on it. I couldn't find any writings that really were identifying for me um, elements of for my life to apply against my life. More so, it was everything was a verse by verse, word by word interpretation and explanation. And even those varied from, just as an example, that the 144,000 were actual witnesses from Jew, from um, Israel. They're actually Jewish witnesses. And to others that said that the 144,000 are a representation of the entire church throughout time and history. And they get into the the differences between they heard the numbers versus then they saw the multitudes. So it, it varies significantly, so I didn't really want to get into that. So with that, I'm just going to leave you with a thought. Are my focus for the Sunday Mindset, which is also uh, has just been published, is seeking God with all our heart because he's God, not because of what he can do. He deserves our praise. He deserves our worship because he's God. Not because he can give me everlasting life, not because he can forgive my sins, or he can bring contentment to my heart. And so that's the Sunday mindset. I encourage you to uh, to listen to it. And at the end of the day, I'm just grateful you're listening and you're reading your Bible with me on a daily basis. With that, I'm going to sign off with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this time. I thank you for your word. I, I'm grateful for the way you speak to us, you've given us a roadmap. And sometimes it's perfectly clear and it's just right in our face. And other times there's a lot of interpretation and it's not so clear. I just pray you'd open our hearts and our minds and help us to understand which is which and what you want us to know. It's more important that we hear your voice telling us what you want us to know than it is for us to interpret what we think something is. And I just pray you would guide us, you would, you would lead us, and that we would love you with all our hearts because you are God, not because of what you can do for us. So Father, I'm grateful for all that you've done. I'm grateful for this life, and I'm grateful for the way you love me. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.